everyone. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rika. And this is Soul Gazing. The podcast where we talk about our lives, our travels, our interests, and a lot of Korean culture and music. Yep, lots of K-pop, especially for this episode, but we'll get to that in a second. Exactly. But how have you been? It's been a I week. Have, it's been a week. I have been good. Um, this weekend we spent, my mom and I spent the weekend at my sister's house, which was awesome. We did some Corona conforming shopping <laughs> and, um, started watching the second season of The Mandalorian, which is awesome. I love it. And, I still um, have not watched a single Star Wars movie or anything oh, yet. <laughs> well, I guess then that's not the place to start. Although, <laughs> actually, I mean... Maybe it is. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't have to know a lot of things. But if you know them, some things are a bit more fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. They're like little Easter eggs. And, you yeah. know, you understand the whole um, relationship and, the, like, all the names, like, with the Empire and the New Republic. You understand that better. But it's I don't think it's necessary. So if you just want, want to watch some cute Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about that show, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda so cute and so disgusting, but yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, Ooh, I guess, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, just, um, yeah, we watched, I don't know which episode it was, but listen, just don't let children put things into their mouths, okay? Just don't. It's always <laughs> disgusting. But they'll always do it. You can't stop them. They always will. But yeah, we had a great time. Um, drove back today. So I'm a little bit tired, but not too much. Nah, you have all the energy. I have all the energy. I am young and um, energetic. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling so energetic? I'm feeling so energetic. <laughs> Speaking of, some, yes. I guess we can talk about like a couple of things that came out this week. Which right. the first one was the Woods album. So yes. Mr. Cho Seung-yeon came back. He did. And he came back blonde. <laughs> <laughs> so blonde. He came back blonde. But yeah, I really enjoy it. Like the title song is really good. It's really fun. And you said that too. Like the summer vibes are really nice. Mm -hmm. Especially yeah. now that it's getting darker and colder. <laughs> Definitely. We need those summer vibes. We do. But yeah, I feel like he always is very solid with all of his songs. He really, really is. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. think I have a song of his that I don't enjoy, which is kind of a rarity for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Yay. that's pretty cool. Good yeah. job, Woods. Good slash Cho Seung-yeun slash Louise slash all of her names. <laughs> we should find him a nickname. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but also B2B came back in a smaller constellation. B2B for you. For the you. New. With yeah, a four. They released an EP, which I also enjoy. It's pretty. Did you have a chance to listen to it? I actually didn't. Okay. I'm such a fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, until now, nobody knew you were a fan. So, <laughs> but yes, now you've outed yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> Now I have the responsibility, the yes, upkeep. Yes, you do. You should. I'll I'll quiz you on it next week. But no, it's it's a nice album. I enjoyed it. Yay! And yeah, we also started just on a whim. Started watching a new web drama. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> called Love Revolution. Oh god! The emotional pain you go through watching. <laughs> 
the cringe, but it's so good. I really, it's, it's, so, it's so funny. It's, it's so, so funny. funny and so like we really didn't expect much yeah. going into it. I feel like, but it really just blew our expectations. Exactly. Like I really want to make fun of it, but it it just does such a good job at making fun of itself. Yeah. So I just sit back and enjoy that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really funny. It's good. We're gonna keep watching that and see how it goes. Yes. We're on what episode six? I think. I think so. Yeah. We we yeah. have a lot of catching up to do because I think we do. Like fourteen or fifteen is up now. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. How many does it have? I don't know. Okay, I guess I'm we'll sure just see. Not that many much because they've stopped filming for a while now. Right. That's true. He has since been allowed to cut his hair, Yongun. Oh yeah. We should explain who's on <laughs> okay. this. Well, we mostly of course we're watching it for because there are some actors that we know. Like the main actor is Park Ji-hoon. So he's from well, he was previously from 101. Now he's just Park Ji-hoon. <laughs> yeah, and now he's just an solo actor/artist. And the second male lead is also an idol and He's Kim Young-hoon, and he's from The Boys, the and Boys. with the Z. And I'm sure you'll probably hear us talking about them just a little bit, especially little bit later on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was our little recap of, I guess, what we've been up to. Yeah, so now that we're all caught up, let's dive into today's topic. All right. Um, for today's topic, we thought we would talk about how we got into K-pop and kind of um, talk about our history, I guess, with K-pop and talk about our favorite bands, talk about some of our most memorable moments that we had with K-pop or K-pop artists. Um, right. Would you like to start or shall I? Because we do, we did get into K-pop in the same year, which is hilarious because we didn't know each other back then. Oh, yeah. Like, we both came up with basically we did what we did last week with our friendship timeline but we did um k-pop timelines for each or like for ourselves yeah because we're creative like that (laughs) so creative (laughs) and hopefully you guys are into k-pop because well if you're not then this isn't for you i guess exactly (laughs) probably shouldn't have said that (laughs) we'll see you next week Yeah, but if you like K-pop, then stick around and I maybe you guys will kind of align with our timelines as well. Yeah, they'll be hilarious. So right. first of all, yeah, our timelines kind of lined up really kind of creepily well. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we didn't know each other for half the time or like more than half the time. More than half the time because we go back all the way to 2006-ish. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we did start with different bands. Yes. Although I feel like visually they were not too different. <laughs> so yes. for me, um, the first K-pop band, I guess if you could call them K-pop, but I'm just gonna, um, was the Tracks, who were, um, yeah, who were an SM band, um, who were also produced by the by one of the members of X Japan. So their concept was very like visual K, very rocky very um <laughs> intense when it comes to hairstyles <laughs> so i feel yeah. like that era i mean in general was very mm-hmm. bad but um yeah uh their first album was scorpio and um 
you sh- I really recommend you check it out if you're like into visual K or just like rock metal in general because I feel like even now it's it's really it's a fun album to listen to or fun EP to listen to mm-hmm. yeah and kind of playing off of that because it's really funny the first song I ever heard in K-pop was Triangle by TVXQ yes and- the kings <laughs> and that of course also had featuring from Boa and the tracks. So Hell we yeah. kind of we kind of I don't know, that's kind of like our connection with our discoveries is that we both kind of discover through the tracks too. Yeah. And SM in general. Oh yeah, SM. But I remember I don't know what I was thinking back then. I think both of us were into kind of like the more alternative bands back then and stuff. So that we kind of curious. got into k-pop through that genre yeah so definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> triangle was very i mean if, if you guys go listen to it you'll understand it's very like their hairstyles too in that music video oh my god if you want a little laugh you should go watch it oh the early or like the mid-2000s were just such a good era for laughing at visual <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you could really tell i mean but the music was really good obviously because well yeah and I guess we're going to move on to 2007. Right. That's yeah, where it starts kicking off. Exactly. It really like accelerated mm-hmm. after that. So for me, um, I think Big Bang came out that year. Uh, 2007 was the year I also got into TVXQ and Super Junior. And then FT Island also debuted that year. And I just loved them. I love their sound and mm-hmm. I love, love, love Tongi. He was the reason I watched the 2009 drama You're Beautiful, even though personally I don't <laughs> think it was a very good drama. But I watched every sing- every blast episode because he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> the things we, I mean, we're, what we're doing right now with Love Revolution is not that, that different. That is true. I mean, nice to see that we're consistent people. (laughs) Yeah, but it is very entertaining. Well, I guess so was your beautiful. I mean, it's harmless fun. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, 2007 for me, that was the first time I went to a K-pop concert, I would say. So it was the Korean Music Festival and it was at the Hollywood Bowl. So it was just kind of like a hot pot of all these artists coming to just perform a couple songs. And that's where I watched Big Bang and Super Junior and Epic High perform for the first time and I was just like oh who are these people and then I looked them up afterwards and here we are that's so nice though to get into them through hearing them perform live and hearing Mm -hmm. you know seeing them on stage because that's a big part of you know music in general yeah listening to them on cd or back then of course it was cd (laughs) CD. (laughs) listening to them is uh, your walkman but seeing them live and we'll talk about that more too but oh my Mm -hmm. please it was a disc man how dare you (laughs) i I think it was mp3 player player. yeah (laughs) my god Uh, we're just dating ourselves love it my god yes but yeah i think 2007 then opened the doors for everything else from yes, like definitely. 2008, 2009, because that's where all the groups, like the Gen 2, like second generation groups. Right. Yeah. Like Wonder Girls, You Kiss, Shiny. Right. And I have, um, I think with Shiny is very special to me because um, in 2008, I went to Korea for the first time and um, they had this like free showcase at the Han River. You could just go there and watch them perform and they were 
so so tiny so young <laughs> and they performed um replay it was so good i loved was it, it so much it was such was a it magical during moment. their debut years or like yes during replay yes, yeah it was during replay and i think they only performed that in oxygen because they didn't have more songs out at the time oh my god it was the bowl cut years it was the bowl cut years i think timmy was legit still 15 <laughs> oh my god Wow, and the fact that Taemin is yeah. the same age as me is right. like mind blowing oh, to me. Oh my god, you were still fifteen then too. That is adorable. I still, uh, yeah, yeah. But that was really. I still remember that so vividly. Oh, I just it was yeah. And Super Junior H Happy, I think it was. Yeah, performed too, and their song was fun too. But Shiny, just they have such a special place in my heart because um, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they had they they called you Nuna and oh they, they sang did. right they into called, your heart. They said I was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up. No, they didn't. But um, right. so yeah, I think for that like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I kind of was just delving into all the artists yes. ever. But then I settled into in two thousand eight. I settled into two p.m. Yes, the beasts. Yeah, the original Beast Idols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a wild time. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Jay Park happened much later, but not much later. <laughs> it just felt <laughs> I later. Mean, but yeah. Felt much later, but yeah. 2 p.m. were really good, though. Their concept was really fun. Yeah. And they started, I think they were the ones who started the whole like acrobatics on stage, right. basically. Exactly. That now every boy group ever does it. Yeah, do you remember Heartbeat, the... Oh, God, the human pyramid? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't know how to explain it, but... That was... That was next level. Exactly. Their stage performances were just very... um, I don't want to say revolutionary, because that's a little bit much, but it it was something new and something fresh. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like they opened a lot of doors into just how idols or like idol performances go yes that's true yeah and then in 2009 for me personally that was the um year i really got into girl groups well a lot of girl groups debuted that year Mm -hmm. obviously there was um girls 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 generation girls generation before that but um 2009 21 debuted four minute came out after school tiara Mm -hmm. so that was really that was such a fun year <laughs> to be into yeah. K-pop with all the girls and all the girl power. Hyona, Hyona debuted then. Yeah, because yeah. there were so many group girl groups back then. I feel like I never really thought of it until I was looking back at it right now to do the timeline. I was like, there's so many girl groups that year. Yeah, I was surprised too. I was like, wait, I I remember liking them all, but I didn't realize that they had all come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course we have to mention like Rain and Ihori because. Oh my god. Solo artists in K-pop were also a is, big thing. Right. Is Seven considered K-pop or was he R&B? Um, I honestly don't know. I feel like he went into K-pop later on, but he definitely yeah. was more R&B in the beginning. Right. That's what I thought too. But he he came to mind too because I really enjoyed his music a lot. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then do you have anything else for like because my next one is 2012 yeah i'm just going to i have a huge gap here mostly because i moved 
to a different country. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I still followed the groups I knew, but I didn't really get into any new ones because, I don't know, I checked out... I didn't know of Block B and I did like Jackpot, but I never really got into them and I knew of EXO, but I never got into them because that was the time I just did not have time (laughs) to get into anything because I work crazy hours and um, the little time I did have was spent trying to have a social life so I that makes sense yeah so I will let you take it from here and we'll meet again in 2014 (laughs) (laughs) yes well for me I kind of after 2 p.m kind of I don't want to say like settled down a bit but I feel like more people more groups came out especially like 2010 2011 like so mm-hmm. many groups started coming out yeah and 2010 and was the year that jay park left 2 p.m right i think so officially i think he, i think he yeah. left in 2009 but then he left the company in 2010 okay i don't so that remember was a bummer. that was a years. bummer for me that was a bummer oh, for me. that's why yeah, I, remember. That was, I remember being a huge bummer to me too like i was just like wow this is actually happening I mean, yeah. thinking of it now, of course, it was a, a good um, decision on his part because he's like super <laughs> successful right now. Right, right. But at the time, it just seemed ridiculous to yeah, like, the reason like that. It was something he said on MySpace when he was 15, like his career almost got destroyed over something he said on MySpace. And he didn't even say anything like super bad. He was basically just like, I'm not super like I'm not happy in Korea and said something negative about Korea and people lost their minds over it. Yeah, because I think back then also like foreigners were kind of looked at, I guess less people were less open to foreigners back then too. Oh, yeah. Because nowadays, I feel like there are so many foreigner, like foreign Koreans in K-pop and mm-hmm. in the music industry in general. That's true. There weren't many back then. That's true. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that a foreigner kind of talked bad about Korea, they were like, get out. On my space when he was 50. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I just, it's been 10 years and I still yeah, have we're, not. I we're still, still not over it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just. I know we feel the same way about this. We're just really happy for him and how well he's mm-hmm. doing. He really deserves it. He works so hard. Yes, definitely. But yes, moving on to <laughs> 2012. Sorry. For me, that was when I got into Block B because I found their song Nalina. And I feel like they were Block B debuted before that, but I feel like Nalina was the song that kind of really started them and started their mm-hmm. sound because that's also the song that Zico first started producing for them. Oh, yes. So it was just kind of the birth of a new Block B, I would say. Genius. He's a yes. genius. He, <laughs> he is. And also, that's when I got into BAP because I remember BAP and EXO came out at the same year. It was 2012. Mm-hmm. And... Man, it was wild back then because there was a huge rivalry between them. I don't know if you remember that at all or like you were just completely working. I have to admit, and I feel horrible for this, but I did not even know about BAP until 2015 maybe. And I still have not heard a single one of their songs, I don't think. Maybe if you've showed me one or two, I've heard those, but I really do not know BAP at all. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I feel like because they are disbanded now, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, they were pretty big. They were like as big as EXO, I would say, back then. Like, there was a feeling I got looking back at it from Mm. the future, which is now the past, (laughs) but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I really enjoyed all their songs. And they were really like That's nice. kind of, I feel like back then in 2012 with Block B and BAP, the whole new era of kind of like these hip hop boy groups was happening. Yes. Like these boy groups that are, ha- they have actual rappers in them and stuff. Right. Because that wasn't so much a thing before. Because I feel like, you know, even with Big Bang, they really seem to be in their own genre. Mm-hmm. When it came to that in 21 too, because they did have rappers, but it definitely was not as common as it is now. Yeah, like all of them started popping up near 2012-ish, and then okay. said I missed like that. the whole K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't miss the next one because in 2014 it happened. It happened. We jumped into the BTS bandwagon. We did. <laughs> we sure did. Yeah, for me, BTS is. Um, interesting in the way that I found them on 8-tracks and I wasn't even looking. 8-tracks, I don't know, because it got discontinued a while ago, but it was basically kind of like Spotify. People would just make playlists of stuff, if anyone doesn't know what it is. Um, and I had just gotten out of a relationship and so I folk, I figured I would focus on studying for the JLPT. Mm-hmm. Which and is I, the Japanese language proficiency test. It's basically, yes. you know, a test you can take to prove that you speak the Japanese language real good. So <laughs> You speak um, it real good. I speak it real good. I passed, by the way. I got um, level one. So, yay. Is that but, the best um, level? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That is the highest level. <laughs> Ooh. Look at you. I speak pants. it real good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <hell> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I was just listening to a random um, Korean, like slow songs mm-hmm. playlist, and it had the cover that BTS did of Coffee mm-hmm. by and Urban like, Zakapa. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I just thought it sounded really nice. So I looked up um, the band. And what I did and still do is that I don't go to YouTube, I go to um, iTunes or Apple Music directly and just download their music. And with BTS, they didn't have, or they still haven't had, I think, like their faces on their album covers. So I had no idea what they even looked like. So for about four months, I just listened to their music without knowing anything about them. Other than that, I liked their music. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of usually what happens. Or like, that's usually what I did too in the past with Mm -hmm. music in general, just like listening to it. Exactly. So, yeah, four, four months in was, like, the beginning of 2015. I was like, you know, might as well look them up or watch their um, music videos. So I looked up War of Hormone. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they look, because, you know, the, the style also was really fun. Like, taking it all the way back to 2006, but they looked, like, you know, alternative and edgy and, you know, yeah. the colorful hair and the ripped sweaters and um, the denim. I was like, oh, they look really, they look really fun. Like, I might mm-hmm. like them. And then I looked up how old they are. Oh. <laughs> how old they were. And I was, I think Tonguk was still 16 at the time. Early yeah. 2015. I think he was still 16. So I was just like, nope, nope, can't do it. <laughs> that, is, that feels really weird. And so I I forgot about them again. Like, not about the music, but I just didn't look at them again until I Need You came out. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the song. I really liked the entire album. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a fan. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? And Who cares? That, um, that started it for me, really. Yeah. For me, I would say it's the exact same. Well, not the exact same, but like for me, I ran into actually 
I watched BTS like their debut songs when they came out at first and mm-hmm. I remember I was I liked their songs and I kind of like downloaded it but I also had the whole thing with you I looked up their ages when they debuted and I was just like oh okay and then I kind of forgot yeah. about them but then um when War of Hormones came out I watched that music video and I was just like okay I guess I'll get into this now because I went um and I listened to all their songs up until then and I was like wow they actually have like really good songs so I yeah. kind of hopped on during like Dark and Wild era and then once I Need You came out I think that's when we or we met like when um Run came out right right that was the era when we met that's true yeah so then yeah we kind of just followed them together but apart Mm -hmm. until then yeah and then i would say that for me i mostly just followed bts like from 2014 they were like the main group i kind of listened to a lot but then i also just even since like 2007 2008 i've just been listening to all the groups ever just Mm -hmm. because i like music and i like new music so i think yeah in 2015 that's when 17 came out and i remember i really liked their like debut song and i also like the fact that they produced all their songs even since debut so Mm -hmm. i kind of started getting into them during that Mm -hmm. i heard their debut song too but i at the time i really wasn't into it i was like no no i'm not feeling it Mm -hmm. but and i had the same experience with a lot of bands at that time i was just like you know i would watch one or two songs or listen to one or two songs that came out i was like i don't know yeah not really so yeah i was also mostly into bts at the time yeah i feel like it also has to do with like your not mental state but just the timing and stuff too yeah i was in general not um looking at k-pop a whole lot i had other things other you know music genres that i was more invested in Mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah it was just the times (laughs) yeah the times the times but then yeah i kind of that's where I kind of found Seventeen. Mm-hmm. And then it was 2015 because Monster X also debuted at that time, like a couple yeah. days apart or something like that. So I also listened to their songs when they debuted, but I didn't really follow them too much until 2016. So that's when All In came out and I really liked the concept of like their videos and everything and just the yeah. whole package. So I was like, okay, I can get into them. Yeah, Monster X is a weird one for me because I got into, like, I liked the music they did in 2018. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like them as a band. I think they're crazy talented. They're really um, hardworking and they're really spreading their wings in a good way right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But musically, I didn't like what they did at first. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it was very, I wouldn't say niche, but it's definitely yeah. something that, like, you have to like the genre for. Exactly. Like, it was very electronic, very, like, intense yeah. in your face. <laughs> and um, it's gonna come out sooner or later, but I just do not care for electronic music. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the hardest time getting into it. There are, sometimes there are a couple of songs where I'm like, okay, I can, you know, I can do this. I, I like this, but most <laughs> I, of the I can time, survive. It's, like, it's okay. It's not. Like, it's not gonna kill me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but electronic music is just really not my cup of tea. Never has been. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm probably a bad German for saying this, but um, oh yeah, yeah, but uh, it's just not my cup of tea. So that's just not for me. It's fine. 
Yeah. So then next, do you have anything? Well, since we're already in 2018, we can talk about 101. Woo! <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, 101, not only were they um, like musically really good for, you know, Mm-hmm. personally <laughs> I yeah. know I'm biased but um, not only were they really good musically but the way we found them again very special yeah that was yeah I mean it was part of our kind of like our because we talked about this last week during our friendship um, timeline but it was our yeah. Korea trip in 2017 18 mm-hmm. where we found them basically or they found us let's be honest or <laughs> we were they were shoved into our faces by mnet basically shoved into our faces so hard because we stayed in the hotel room for a lot of the time like when we we're getting ready and stuff we would just turn mm-hmm. on the tv and mm-hmm. they would always be on no always. matter what every day every single day and then eventually you were just like Hey, which which one of them do you think is cute? Or something like this. Like, hey, do you yeah, want to look at them? Yeah, because I was like, we're just, I mean, we're looking at them already. So I was like, why not? Exactly. They like, were like, a- we saw them every day. They were part of our lives at that point. So I was like, yeah. so hey, what do you think? I was like, mm, I don't know. Show me photos. And then, and then, <laughs> and then there's no going back from there. <laughs> exactly. And that thus the rabbit hole opened mm-hmm. and we dove in headfirst. Definitely. Even though they're a temporary group and they were going to be there for only, what, a year and a half? Well, by the time that we got in, it was only a year left. Yeah, that was, I mean, you know. <laughs> Still worth short, it. Short worth the pain. Sweet. Short but sweet. Yes. Right. And that's why a lot of our time spent in Japan after Korea was spent watching Produce 101, the show mm-hmm. where they got cast. Yeah, the survival show. Yeah, mm-hmm. The survival show, yeah. So we watched a lot of that and um yeah that was a that was a journey going that through was that a journey that was that was really special <laughs> i mean it's good that we didn't watch it when it was still going on so we knew who made it into the group like it wasn't a surprise right, right. or anything but it was yeah. still quite a journey exactly and we didn't get too attached to anyone else we already yeah. knew it's like no you're not gonna make it please <laughs> exactly please Okay. Right. And um, for me, since you mentioned Seventeen earlier, I finally saw the light in 2019 when they're, I'll make your dawn. You make my dawn? I think you make my dawn. <laughs> yeah. You make... Someone. No, someone you make my day? someone's dawn. You no, make, it's dawn. You made no, my dawn then. You made my dawn. Okay. Yeah. Well, someone, someone, <laughs> made someone made someone's dawn. Someone made someone's dawn. Yeah. Exactly. That one came out and... Um, I really, really liked it. I liked, I loved every single song on it. I, yeah, I still that, think um, Sumita is get, get, getting closer. Yeah, getting closer. Getting closer is maybe my favorite Seventeen song ever. <gasps> and yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe don't make don't, bold statements say, like that. Don't make me think about it now. Don't make me think about it now. Don't make me waver now. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so getting closer and hug yeah that album was very solid it was so good it was so good and then i kind of because in the meantime i had heard um like very nice and i don't want to cry and i really liked them but not enough to really get into the band but after that there was no going back i was like okay i am i'm a carrot now i'm a (laughs) carrot carrot. now (laughs) I'm, might as well paint myself orange because I'm a carrot now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So then, yeah, yes. we kind of 
Because that's also, because I said that I found Seventeen when they debuted and I kind of followed them since then, but I didn't really super get into them, like you said, until Mm -hmm. that too. I think we kind of both got into them more deeply. Yeah, we have a tendency to kind of drag each other into things. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, being into something by yourself, like really into something by yourself, it's difficult sometimes because like, who who are you going to talk about it to? Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was just, it seems longer to me, but it was just the beginning of last year. I know. I feel like right. whenever we get into things together, especially, like, we move very quickly. Like, we just fall straight in head first, basically, yes. like you said. And this is the perfect, perfect segue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. To... 2020. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yes. And it was the time when I went up to you. I was like, so there's this new show that's coming out called Road to Kingdom. You want to watch it together? (laughs) And how fast did I say yes? (laughs) And how fast did we watch like four episodes and we were just in it to win it? The answer to both is seconds. Yes. (laughs) No, but I remember you stayed up all night. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did stay up all night to watch that. I was just so good, though. It was everything that I didn't know I needed. Yeah, because the thing with um, survival shows or casting shows, it's like the people don't really know each other. They haven't worked much together most of the time. But with Rota Kingdom, it was bands who've already been together for at least a couple of years for most Mm -hmm. of them. So they're already dare I say friends, they already yeah. know each other, <laughs> they've they've been working together for a while, so just the performances they're able to deliver are just so different and just, oh. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say um, Road to Kingdom is kind of like a survival, not a survival show, well, yeah, because they pick one person yeah. or one group at the end to kind of make it into Kingdom, which is apparently gonna be a new other show. Because they did Queendom, I think the year before, with girl groups, mm-hmm. where they kind of picked like who's the best out of these girl groups, and who are fairly un like supposedly fairly unknown, right, compared mm-hmm. to the big ones. Which I didn't get because like Mama Moo was on it. And, exactly, like, that was weird. It made more sense with the boy groups, but yeah, yeah Mama Moo. But <clears throat> I mean, they won, which yeah, I'm sure was a shocker. <laughs> But yeah, for honestly, Road to Kingdom, I only brought it up because I kind of followed Pentagon before too. And I knew that they were going to be on the show. So I was like, oh, like we can kind of watch them. Like, because I didn't really, Mm -hmm. I had no idea who any of the other groups were really, except for like Oneus kind of a little bit. But the Mm -hmm. others, I had no idea. Yeah, I knew, I knew Oneus for sure. I knew off the boys. I knew off Golden Child because I had just spent um, a semester in Korea the year before, mm-hmm. last year, yeah, <laughs> as, it, as it happened. So I'd seen their names around. Yeah, I do remember seeing their names, but I never like I never exactly. saw anything or heard anything from them at all. Yeah. So I had zero expectations really going into this show where they basically compete and have performances each week mm-hmm. and by the third week i would say that they kind of like just got us i should explain who got us the most <laughs> well it's not very oh, they, they got us good they got us hard oh, <laughs> i mean um <laughs> i wouldn't use that word I'm sorry <laughs> yeah but 
the group that really caught our attention was the boys, of course, which yes. they were the winners of Road to Kingdom. So they're going to be in Kingdom. I think they said they're going to film next year in January, mm -hmm. February. Yeah. But yeah, their performances, yeah. if you haven't watched Road to Kingdom or if you haven't like listened to the boys at all, just go look up Road to Kingdom, the boys, and just watch all their performances because it's art. It is absolute art. Literally, they used art. <laughs> <laughs> they they were actually they were art. They in a portrait. <laughs> yeah, they became art. They became art. Oh, but yeah, that was so kind good. of I would say the gateway to all the fandoms because after I feel like you and I both kind of had like a silent pact of like okay, we're not gonna get into any more groups because we yeah. felt like we not that we were too old for them, but then. <laughs> Like we've had and we have enough groups that we're kind of following right now, right? So we're like, I guess it is. We're good yeah. now. Yeah, it's very. It can be very time consuming if you're like us and you get really, really into things and want to know a lot about them and want to, um, you know, watch every every single thing, listen to every single thing. So when we get into something, we really get into something. So we were just like, mm -hmm. you know what? Let's keep it easy no more groups and then we got into all the groups <laughs> all the groups because road to all kingdom just opened the floodgates to k-pop it, really it to new groups to just everything because after yeah. that like we still do follow all like most of the groups that were on road to kingdom like we were listening to all, like their new stuff and whatnot mm -hmm. yes but then yeah after that we just kind of became more open-minded to new groups so then when something comes out we're just like oh want to listen to it together and we're like yeah and then and i think we... that's one of the biggest differences because before it's not that we never listened to new groups but it was just like for ourselves like for me i would listen to something and be like okay note it yeah <laughs> and then move on but listening to it together makes it more enjoyable mm -hmm. and especially if it's a good song yeah we'll just be like okay who's this <laughs> <laughs> yes and that has brought us to now where we basically follow all the groups and we <laughs> love all the music. I mean, just to be just to be sure, just to, you know, for the record, we do not actually follow that many groups because we're only <laughs> two people with limited time on our hands because we both have full time um, responsibilities. Lives. Otherwise, <laughs> yes. Despite yeah, Corona, lives. we still have to work and, and go study. To and yeah. Exactly. So, Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so if you notice us not mentioning a band that you like, it's not because we don't like them, it's probably because we don't know them that well, so. <laughs> yeah, but if you have any bands that you want us to, I guess, discover and listen to, you can leave a comment in our Twitter or Instagram, yeah. wherever. You can just Anywhere. bombard like, us hey, and be like, yeah. Check out this, preferably song, not just check out this band, but, you know, send us your favorite song of anyone you like and we'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's time for our question corner for this week, where we basically ask questions on our Twitter, and that's at SoulGazers. And this week's question that we sent out to the world was, how did you get into K-pop? So that's very fitting for this week's topic. Yes, we try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we try to, but we're still exactly. getting... We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, we'd really appreciate it if you guys followed us on Twitter and 
interacted with us because this is what we we're kind of hoping we were just we just wanted to have more interactions with you guys and talk about all things that interest us exactly things you know you're interested in too things we might have in common we mm-hmm. thought it would be fun to discuss those and get also get more input more um opinions because we yes. really really want them <laughs> yes so the first answer we got for this question was from connie you may remember her from last week So she says, I got into K-pop back around middle school, high school. I haven't kept up with it through college, early adulthood, but I remember my sister being super into Japanese culture and J-pop. I, being the little sister, wanted to kind of follow her, but still be my own person, so I started listening to K-pop. I loved their dances too and would learn their dances. That's really cute because for me it was similar. I mentioned earlier that I got into the tracks because of like J-pop and Visual K. Mm -hmm. And that's um, actually something I got into because of my sister. Because she's been a huge fan of um, Japanese games and anime for the longest time. Yeah. And, um, you know, she would get me or like, you know, show things to me, show anime to me, show games to me. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. That's how I got into Japanese culture. And then I also transitioned into K-pop from there. So that's very relatable, Connie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I also have an answer from a friend of the podcast, a friend of ours, a very close and personal friend of ours, Melissa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she says that a friend of hers and she discovered the K-show Let's Eat on Netflix and watched for the giggles and amazing food. Mm-hmm. And um, Tujun from Highlight plays a role in that show. So that is how we scratched the surface of it. Highlight used to be Beast mm-hmm. when we were young. <laughs> when, um, <laughs> back in our day. <laughs> back in our day, Highlight were Beast. Um, and later we went on to watch It's Okay, That's Love, where Kyungsoo from EXO plays a role. I thought he was cute, looked him up, and there it went. My overdose. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and yeah she hasn't come back up for air since and that's melissa's answer which i really love mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people also found k-pop through like korean dramas and stuff which i think is yeah. super interesting yeah because for me it was the other way around i found korean dramas through k-pop mm-hmm. yeah i don't i honestly don't remember i feel like nowadays especially because a lot of idols are in korean dramas and they're acting right so yeah. it's a lot easier to, for people to be like oh who's that and then they look up like who the group is and then get into mm-hmm. k-pop yeah which is cool like either way is really cool yes all right so the last answer i have is from priscilla another friend of the podcast <laughs> she answered on twitter and she said so i played this game called audition it's a korean ddr for the keyboard game basically and they had a lot of k-pop like big bang 2pm dbsk which is tvxq fx snsd second gen basically I got into Big Bang, was a 2PM fan for the longest time, was into BAP2, which she's like into everything that I was into, basically. (laughs) Like that same timeline. Yeah. And then she said, and then I moved to Korea. At the time, I thought I wanted to study in Korea, so I started learning Korean when I moved to Korea. It was around the same time that Pangtan or BTS debuted, and I went to a few fan signs, and now we're here. Oh, so she's met them. Yeah, she. they know That's her cool. name. They know her name. Priscilla, girl. Yeah, because she used to, she went to university in Korea. I think it was for wow. vocals. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So then. Wow. Yeah. Her. She should have a podcast too. Her life is super interesting. Yeah. Or she can be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We can have her as a guest. Talk if she about wants everything. to. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. But yeah, I remember that game, that audition. Have you heard of it? No. I just know DDR. Yeah. Because I. I don't know why I have this memory of because I feel like a lot of people back in the day when YouTube was like <laughs> still really old. <laughs> I remember a lot of people posted videos of them playing audition and it was like these avatars of like people dancing basically. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I remember that game. I really wanted to play it, but I like never did. I don't know why. Is it still I've, around? I don't know actually. Probably, oh. I'm guessing. Yeah, because you can still play DDR anywhere in Japan. So I figured. Maybe we should look for it at an arcade in Korea sometime. Oh, no. I think it's for the computer because she said it's a keyboard oh, game. So, okay. it, like, it's your keyboard. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's a My listen comprehension is poor. I mean, people also play DDR on the keyboard, so. They do? Yeah. Okay. So you didn't know that either. <laughs> all right. So that was all the answers for this week. And if you guys want to join in on the conversation for the weeks after, make sure to follow us on Twitter. And that's at SoulGazers. And we'll be posting all our weekly questions on there. So just make sure to comment. Yeah. And you can also follow us on Instagram at SoulGazing. And um, if you haven't heard it yet, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which you really should, we currently have a giveaway going on. And you can win two BTS Wings albums. So head over to our Twitter to check out how you can win. Yes, and if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And we're finally on Apple Podcasts, so yay! <laughs> yay! So please make sure to go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review if you can. Yes, and in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! Bye!